2: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: All right. Everybody needs money. Everybody's broke. Everyone's looking for money. The state of California is about to send most of you people a check in the mail. Let's find out how and when you're going to get some dough. Just
4: in time for those rebates to be doled out in a few weeks, gas is starting to creep up again. Gas prices have increased for 16 days in a row now. Now, this comes as the state's $9.5 billion rebate program is expected to start giving out some of those payments during the month of October. Now, the time period will, again, be from October all the way through January of 2023. These are essentially one-time payments that people are getting if they had paid or if they had registered or filed their taxes uh, before October 2021 for the year of 2020. Governor Newsom and lawmakers... All right, that's most people, right? Right, That's most people so far. Or if they had registered or filed their taxes uh, before October 2021 for the year of 2020.
3: Okay, all right. So if you filed your, your taxes for 2020, two years ago, then you might be in line here for some dough.
4: Governor Newsom and lawmakers had reached a deal uh, right in uh, the middle of June of this year just as tax price or as gas prices were reaching record highs as well.
2: As of
1: lately, um in the valley it's like almost like a dollar cheaper, but when I drive out here, it's almost six dollars. Um I I noticed it dropped for like the past few months, but now it's going back up again due to the economy.
4: One year ago today, gas was on average $1 cheaper. That has some people saying, where did the time and where did the prices go? Reporting live in West L.A., Travis Rice, Fox 11 News. All
3: right. What Travis didn't tell you is the, uh, the money. Uh, we didn't hear that anywhere. Uh, so for California uh, drivers in California, who's going to get this rebate? Right? Who gets it? Well, to be eligible, you must make less than $250,000. If you're single or 500,000, if you file jointly as the head of household. All right. So far means um, a lot of people work here at KFI running into these checks. So here it is. California rebate checks. Officially known as the state's middle class tax refund are due to ongoing um, gas prices that have gone through the roof. It's a one time payment. Let me see if this is uh, right here. Okay, here it is. It's a one-time payment intended to provide relief to millions of Californians. Some people are going to receive a check as much as 1050 bucks. to be eligible to receive the payment. You must meet the following criteria. One, filed your 2020 tax return by October 15th of 2021. Most people did that. Meet the Next, meet the California adjusted gross income limits described here. So 250 grand, if you're single 500,000, if you're married and then, uh, we're, if you're, you're not eligible to be claimed, let me see, we're not eligible to be claimed as a dependent in the year 2020, right? So if somebody claimed you as a dependent, uh, you're SOL. We're a California resident for six months or more prior to the 2020 tax year and a California and you are a California resident on the date the payment was issued, so it's not. Uh, it, it there are some rules, it's not impossible. They're pretty pretty simple to achieve here. So how how are you going to get the uh, payment? They're going to send it to you according to the State of California Franchise Tax Board. If you're eligible, you're going to automatically receive a payment. If you applied for an individual taxpayer ID number that uh, I think it's the ITIM, but did not receive it by October 15th, 2021. You must have filed your complete taxes in 2022 to get the uh, refund. All right. It's a little funky there, but it looks like most people are going to get some cash, which would be great, right? Get some of that. The Californ- state of California is $100 billion. They have $100 billion surplus, which means they brought in $100 billion more than the budget of the state of California. And the budget of the state of California is huge. It's bigger than most countries in the world. And we have $100 billion more than the money we need to operate. I think the money should go back to the people who paid the money, but it's going back to um, people who are hurting. Either way, I'm fine with it, right? Uh, I'm cool with it. As long as we take it out of the state's hands, I don't care who it goes to. As long as the state doesn't get it, As long as the state doesn't get to misspend it and misuse it, I'm fine with it going to anybody. So look for your check. It'll be coming between October 1st and February of 2023. Um, So hopefully uh, you get your cash. Uh, All right, Miller Brewery, if you like Miller, Miller Beer, Miller Highlight, Miller Light, uh, a little strike going on.
2: Molson Coors Brewery employees in Milwaukee, Wisconsin are currently on strike. Uh We are the largest
0: workforce inside the brewery.
2: They say they are all fighting for fairer contracts.
0: People are just burnt out and they're tired and they want to show their support and show and have their voice be heard that they deserve more than what's on the table for them.
2: Chairperson Joe Kansleiter told WDJT... Wow, get- that
3: guy works at a brewery with that name? That they
0: deserve more than what's on the table for them.
2: Chairperson Joe Kansleiter...
3: Joe canslider He works at a light beer company and his name is canslider.
2: Wow. Joe Canslider told WDJT's Gabriela Baccarat that negotiations have taken place since July. So far, an agreement has not been reached.
0: No good. It was not as good as what we were hoping for.
2: He says the adult beverage company has proposed a two-tier wage scale.
3: That- That's not good. Two-tier wage scale is horrible for morale inside a company.
2: That would lead to some employees making less than their co-workers while doing the same job. Yeah,
3: that's that always leads to a lot of infighting. No good.
2: They've also proposed pay cuts.
0: Allowing a two-tier wage scale to come in is divisive and kind of the antithesis of what our union is about.
3: Yeah, I'm supporting the union here. You got to pay these beer guys money. They're making my beer. I want my beer. Pay them what they want. I, I, if I have to pay an extra buck, uh, you know, a 12-pack or a case, fine. But don't let these guys go on strike. I need my beer.
2: Employees want better working conditions, better benefits,
3: and better beer, by the way,
2: and less overtime. They also want wage increases.
0: We worked right through the pandemic. Yes. You know, we had a mass shooting here over two years ago. We feel that we deserve more.
2: In a statement to WDJT, Molson Coors said We have been in conversation with the union and hope to have a quick resolution that benefits all parties. Picketers say striking isn't ideal, but say they are doing what needs to be done so changes are made.
3: You know what? I always forget what, how great Molson is. I got to get back into Molson. When I was living up in Canada, that, that's usually, that's like the Budweiser of Canada. Is it? Yeah. Everybody drinks Molson. Yeah,
5: in college it was Moosehead for me, you know. So,
3: oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Molson is a terrific beer, man. Those Canadians know how to knock that out. Molson Gold. Yeah, Molson Black Label, Molson Gold, Molson Ice was also another one. Oh, man. And, you know, up in Canada, I don't think they still have it. I think they do. But you can't buy beer at a grocery store. You have to go to a beer store.
5: Yeah. The same in uh, Maryland and Is that a the right? other states. Yeah, yeah.
3: And it comes o- over on a conveyor belt? Is that Oh, way? no. I
5: haven't seen that. Oh,
3: yeah. You order it. You go to a beer store and you order it. Then the guy in the back throws a cold case on a conveyor belt and it comes out wow. and, and right into your paws, man.
5: Yeah, oh. in Maryland, it's a, the the liquor stores are separate from the grocery stores, and a lot of liquor stores actually have walk up and drive up
3: windows. Really? Yeah, you can drive up and buy beer. Yes, sir. Oh my! At a liquor store? Yeah. Holy Christ! Yep. Why don't we have that here? <laughs> the other great thing they do store. in
5: Maryland at, at at grocery stores they put pylons that keep you from taking your grocery carts outside of the sidewalk in front of the oh, grocery store, which is, oh, why, <laughs> why? why oh.
3: I've seen that at Fazio's, they used to do that, Fisher's Fazio, and at Kroger in uh, Sugar and Falls, Ohio, ah, they used yeah. to have, uh, you know, uh, yeah, pylons there, you couldn't take the grocery cart out to your car. Remember, you would have to, at some of these grocery stores, that you just reminded me of this, my grandmother would get in the car and then drive up, and there'd be a line of cars waiting there, and then, you know, you'd throw the groceries into the car. Yeah. That was that I, that was a big part of my childhood and until you just mentioned that I forgot that that was a big part of it yeah man you know you get in line and you and you wait for and like there's always somebody that waits with the cart that's it and then you drive the car up and throw it in while it's raining
5: yeah I don't know it'd be interesting to see if you could even remotely get away with something like that here in the Southland. no
3: way yeah. no people would riot out here yep. I need your, need those carts the ones that are the the worst are the target ones where they go like 60 70 feet and then they stop <laughs> There's like a, a perimeter where you can't go, up, up, yes. you know. Oh, they're the worst, man. You get an old a sudden, bang, it stops right there. That's as far as you're going to go. What a night here on KFI. We had Stryker come on, and um, he was on in the seven o'clock or eight o'clock hour. Seven o'clock hour. And that was cool, right? If you missed any part of that, go download the podcast. And then Matt Money Smith came on at eight o'clock. Uh, he was great, right? You know and- I ran
5: into him on the way up today and he made me feel really good about myself. Really? Because I ran into him uh, I I since we moved down the hall here a few months ago I've discovered the uh, stairway that goes down and so I and and prior to then I had only taken the elevator up because I didn't realize there was a stairway that goes up because of these locked doors on every floor. And so once I discovered this stairway that goes up I use it all the time now. It's my little bit of exercise. So today when I and I almost never see anybody in the, in that stairwell. So I, today I saw Matt coming down as I was going up and he was like, Hey, there he is. I'm like, Oh, right on. I'm not the only one that takes this That's the only opportunity to exercise in him. He's in fantastic shape with all the surfing and stuff. So yeah. I felt good about myself.
3: He's in good shape, uh, but so are you. And I take that staircase every day. Do you? You yeah. take it up? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it goes up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I take it down. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I know how many stairs there are because I'm a stair counter. Are you? Yeah. I know it's an
5: uneven number. It's
3: 179. Is it? Yeah. 179 from the uh, first floor to the fourth floor here. Really? had this building, yeah. yeah.
5: How is that? Uh, There's one, is there, how is that? I don't know. If every, well, if, I so mean, you're
3: saying every floor doesn't have the same amount of steps? If you count, I don't count the the bottom floor as a step. So right. it's 180 then. Okay. If, if you count the ground floor as a step. Okay. It's 180. All right. Uh, so, um, but yeah, cause I'm, I'm awesome I, you I, do that? I, it's it's crazy. But when I'm walking out with, uh, uh, Aaron, um, ben Mosh, ben Mosh, you know, and then we're, we're walking down the stairs and she's talking while we're walking down the stairs and I'm not. And she's like, Hey, so what'd you think about tonight? Show I'm like, 83, 84. 84. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, not, not... I got to count the <laughs> stairs on the way down. Because yeah, but don't you, you already know how many there are? I said I know, but I I I, I got to make sure that I, I I have my stairs counted. But you wow. climb the stairs up yeah. to get here. Yeah,
5: and I and Ooh. I only know that that it's an uneven amount on each floor uh, to each floor because I I double step so on the I, way up uh, and down. Yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah. Man, oh man, like Superman. That's uh, my only expert. Um, are <laughs> uh, I, but I, I use the stairwell on the way down. I do not use it on the way up. As a matter of fact, I don't even use the stairs from the parking lot to the ground level really no i'm not a stair guy mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a i'm well, a you like, take it down I i'm guess more I mean. of a marathon guy i don't like are like, you yeah <laughs> you're uh, more about the distance yeah i don't like the quick uh hits
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. all right the most expensive house in america is up for sale it's actually not a house it's a home
1: you guys, are you ready? No. Country, okay, well, <laughs> are you ready? The country's priciest home is on the market. You're in luck if, you have, a, if
2: you have a lot of this money. This
1: is crazy. Okay, this is um, It's inside Midtown Manhattan Central Park Park Tower. That's what it's called. The world's tallest residential condo building. Look at this. How much would you pay for it? Well, the asking prices. <sighs>
0: dollars. Okay, oh, oh, put another way. Oh.
1: Sounds worse, Johnny. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I meant it to sound worse.
1: <laughs> the Central Park Penthouse wow. has three levels. Okay,
3: here's what it has for your money, right?
1: Three levels. If someone buys it at that price, it would make it the most expensive home ever sold in this
0: country. Three. Well, first of all, nobody's going to pay that, but three levels. Of, I wonder what the square footage is.
1: No and does idea. it come with amenities
3: like? It's one of those new, new super thin, super tall towers. And they've been able to strengthen steel in the last 10 to 15 years to make those towers possible. And It's the top three floors of one of those buildings.
1: No and idea. does it come with amenities like
3: a free chauffeur?
1: Oh, sure like cleaning, yeah, right. I don't know about a chauffeur, groceries, but I mean groceries. Uh, I mean,
3: yeah, it comes with groceries.
1: I'm, you're I'm you're sure you do get a lot of yeah. amenities
0: <laughs> for that. You better. Um, but.
1: Here's what's going to happen: whoever buys this, guaranteed, will not be living in this country, it'll be like one of their, like, side vacation homes. Oh, right. I'm telling or, you. Like uh, a rich uh, investor yeah. from Something like up. that, yeah. yeah.
0: People who just have money to burn.
1: Throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
3: right, here's the whip around. Let's uh, hit the music here for the whip. Little whip. Here we roll. I know. How much is this three-story home? What is the asking price for? it? Three stories on one of those taller, or the tallest, uh, New structure off of Central Park. Three stories, top three stories, most expensive home in the United States. Steph, should you know the answer? Uh, no. Okay. How much do you think it's going for?
0: Uh, $290 million.
3: $290 million. That is wrong. Angel Martinez, most expensive home, Midtown Manhattan, top three floors of one of these super richy, richy, rich story uh, buildings.
1: Oh, let's go with um if they're super richy rich, let's hit 375 million.
3: Million. All
5: 375 right.
3: 375 million. I'll go uh, an even 100 million. 100 million. All right. And Belly, do you know the answer? I do not. Okay. How much?
1: 250 million. That's
3: exactly right.
1: It is? Yes. Oh, I don't know the answer. Wow. I really didn't know the answer.
3: 250 million to the penny is exactly right. I mean, you got it down to the exact penny.
1: Well, must Hmm. be my night.
3: I I mean, it's it's a quarter of a billion dollars, and you guessed it to its penny.
1: I'm just really good with that stuff.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so, right? (laughs) 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 So, um, well, let me see. Let me see. Hold on one second. Two hundred fifty million dollars, right? And then uh, let me do something real quick here. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, it's um, 25 billion pennies. 25 billion. Let's see if that's right. 25, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay, yeah. You had two zeros to 25, 250 million. So it's 25 billion pennies. 25 billion pennies like three almost three penny three and a half pennies for every person on the planet 20, so it's okay. 25 billion 25 billion billion pennies and belio got it down to the exact penny
1: hmm. yep that's Belion, right yeah it's it was a lucky guess Two
3: hundred fifty billion, no 25 billion pennies and you she didn't
1: ask me how many pennies
3: and you ma- nailed it down to the you weren't even off by a half a cent you yeah, got a, it it was good. you got the exact price of 20 250 million dollars down to the penny you guessed well, there was a, if, if it was a, a penny jar and it had 25 billion pennies in it you got it exactly right
1: okay i, I feel like you're, this deep dive you don't trust that i just knew that no, I'm. I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying how proud are we are of you. Oh, Angel doesn't sound proud. No, she no. sounds proud. I, I think Wait, you, you should... should go straight to the Prices Right in the morning because you are on think fire. You are think on so? fire.
3: Yes. Should I? Yes. 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 Gotta get, get you to a casino. Didn't
5: you kind your... of just admit that you knew it?
1: No, 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 no. Well, clearly he said I did.
3: No, no I he said
5: didn't. I didn't know. I said, it. Oh, "Oh, whoa,
1: you said I got it right. whoa."
3: What did you say, Bellam? What? Did you say you did know it?
1: No, I didn't. No, I'm saying you said I got it right, so therefore I knew it.
3: No, no. But I'm I not saying you it knew it. Before. I'm saying you were lucky.
1: Oh, well, I didn't know the answer.
3: I know, but that's incredible.
1: But now Crozier's making it sound like I did know the answer. No, I'm just
3: saying you said. I
5: feel like you don't trust that I knew the
3: answer. 25 no, billion pennies
1: Did I Did I that I, that I... <laughs> if,
3: if I had if I had a handful of pennies right yeah. and and you guessed 157 I'm like oh no there's 160 pennies you'd be off by three pennies in my fistful of pennies but with 25 billion pennies in a bag you guessed note, every single one of them
1: so I'd
5: Get to keep all of them. That's incredible.
3: It, the The odds thank of that you. are astronomical.
5: Like 250 million.
3: Like 25 billion to one. Wow, that's that is incredible. Really I would say congrats. I, I, I've never been so proud of you, Bellio.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, we all so are. Much. All collectively
3: oh, very proud of you. Good, but okay, thank all right, you. Let's take a break.
1: <sighs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
3: What are you looking to get out, right? You want to sell your home, off-market price, highest price possible. You need Sunday. Sunday can help you out. Sunday's marketplace connects you with over 10,000 property investors they bid on your house, get you the best possible price. Think wrong with that price. Sellers get an average of nine offers within four days. You pick the best one, and you're gone. You're going to pay zero fees to Sunday. That's hard to limbo under, right? Zero fees to Sunday. Ooh-wee! So phone them up, 833-299-6786, 833 299 6786. It's a great phone number, right? Website's even better. Go to sunday.com slash offers to start your cash offers on your home today. sunday.com, S-U-N-D-A-E dot com slash offers or 833-299-6786. Sunday's California, Sunday's California license real estate broker deal. license number 20 I went down the stupid rabbit hole and I finally have the answer. All right, let's do another whip around. Okay, this one's going to be challenging to say the least. Challenging. All right, let's roll the music. Challenging. So, listen carefully. You have a billion pennies. One billion pennies. How tall is that? You stacked them all on top of each other. How tall is a billion pennies if you stack them all on top of each other? Lay them flat. Not, not uh, on their side. Lay them flat. How tall is one billion pennies, Stefaroni? So one billion, not twenty-five billion. One billion. 1 billion. Um, I'll say thirty miles. Uh, okay, thirty miles. Okay, that is uh, wrong. Bellio. How many? Um, if you stack a billion pennies, how how tall is
1: 25,
3: that? 000 uh, twenty-five thousand feet. Twenty-five thousand feet. Okay, uh, Crozier. Billion. I'm gonna go uh, forty feet. Forty feet. All right. All right, uh, Angel.
1: I'm gonna go twenty feet
3: Two basketball nets.
1: Two. is that so? There's
3: a half a million on one, and then you stack the other half million, and
1: um, sure.
3: Basketball nets, okay. All right, I knew this was going to be challenging. I find the number wrong, but I've doubled and triple checked it, and it's right. I checked it online; it's correct. A billion pennies. Angel got the uh, had the worst answer. Stefaroni had the best one. It's not twenty feet. It's not forty feet, or twenty five thousand feet, or thirty miles. It's nine hundred forty seven miles tall. What? A billion pennies is nine hundred and forty-seven miles tall hmm. I need someone else to check the math on that I don't know if that's right it's almost a thousand miles that can't be right right doesn't that have to be wrong
1: I mean if you just stacked one I on top of the other 11 feet isn't
2: it
3: <laughs> 11 feet
2: <laughs> what wait this a minute says. it's
3: either 900 miles or it's 11 feet <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um I I I think somebody somebody listens gonna gonna have to check that. Cause I got I got nine hundred miles. That can't be right. Right? How tall is, is a penny? It's a sixteenth of an inch or is it a tenth of an inch? All right, let's all it? figure this out. Uh listeners, we need your help. We don't often do this, but we need your help. We need you to help us figure this out. Uh, how thick is a penny? all right? so how thick is a penny? All right a penny is
1: one point five five
3: millimeters millimeters
5: I put in how how tall would a trillion pennies be and it said eight hundred and seventy thousand miles
1: stacked up it'd be nine hundred and sixty three
3: miles? miles yeah a billion pennies. yeah. Is 963 miles?
1: Yeah, 963.1253 miles.
3: So Angel's off by 962 miles. (laughs) I'm I'm right behind her. 5,800 feet or something like that. Um, That is wild. A billion pennies is 963 miles tall. So if you had 3 billion pennies, it would stretch, and you put them back to back, it would stretch from here to New York. That's wild. That's unbelievable. Uh, 963 miles. A a typical airplane flies at five miles. You know, eight miles in the air, maximum. But so the average flight, let's say the average flight is 40,000 feet. Maybe let's say seven miles, right? So it's seven miles is the average flight, the average plane flying in the United States. Okay, so that's 26. It's uh, four. So it's about 140 times higher than the average flight. If you had a billion pennies stacked up, it would go into outer space. And somebody thought it was 20 feet. <clears throat> Did she leave? The tail between her legs? <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> 20 feet. Okay. Come uh, on. I said it was going to be challenging, Angel Martinez.
1: Well, That could have been a challenging answer. I mean, <laughs>
5: It clearly. was a challenging answer. That's true.
3: <laughs> it's pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, stefferoni got 30 miles. Everyone's like, what the hell? What's going on with that guy? <laughs> and that guy was off by 930 miles. Woo-wee. Man, that just shows you what a billion is, you know? And that is crazy.
5: Hey, look at it this way. Angel probably really entertained Stryker.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one's for you, Stryker.
5: <laughs>
3: how about this? Uh, that, that penthouse in New York, if somebody bought it with pennies, it would be 24,000 miles high. That's how much 25 billion pennies is. 24,000 miles into the sky. That's crazy. A billion pennies is 963 miles tall. That's un-unreal.
5: Yeah, that's that's, you know? that's a number I can't even wrap my head around.
3: I I mean it's a it's a it's a number. There aren't even that many billion pennies in circulation. <laughs> I think I think there. Are, let me see. Um, that's a that's a good wh- whip around too. When we come back, we'll do that one. How many pennies are in circulation in the United States? I bet you'll you'll get it wrong, most of you. All right, there are 150 billion pennies in circulation. 150 billion pennies in circulation in the United States. Of the 288 that have been minted, 288 billion, there's 150 billion in circulation. Now, here's a crazy stat. Uh, $62 million a year is lost in pennies. People that just lose pennies, like you lose a penny in your car or, you know, Uh, in your uh, dresser drawer or whatever, you drop one on the street, $62 million worth of pennies are lost every single year. It's a lot of dough. A lot of dough out there, man, in this country. I don't know when it all comes crashing down because right now we owe, I think, $31 trillion and there's no way we can pay that off. We just sort of have to service the debt. There's no way we'll ever, ever, ever be able to pay it off. But something's got to give. I don't know when or what generation is going to get hosed by it, but someone's going to get bumped in the rear when that happens. All right, uh, the Suns, Robert Sarver, remember that guy who was uh, using the N-word and also, um, uh, I don't know, a little grabby or uh, a little, uh, uh, I don't know, forward with women with the Phoenix Suns? Well, guess what? Like owners in the past, when you do that, Time to sell the team. So joining
1: us on the phone right now is ABC 15 Sports Director Craig Fooey. Craig, we are 28 days away from the Sun's opener. Did you expect this to happen so soon, or is it just a little too late at this point, seven days later?
0: You know, Megan, I I expected it to happen at some point this year. I don't think I expected it this quickly um, after the allegations and the punishment came down for Sarver, the $10 million fine and the one-year suspension. But I did think he would ultimately sell Uh, Today's statement made it very clear. So he's
3: selling the team. I wonder if he still gets fined. And I wonder if he still has a year suspension. Right? If he sells the team real quick, uh, I don't know how you can suspend a guy who's not in the league anymore.
0: I don't know. You know, he didn't want to be a distraction. He did say, in our current unforgiving climate, it became painfully clear that it is no longer possible. That whatever good I have done or could still do is outweighed by things I have said in the past. So that's a telling statement there. Um, But listen... Back in April of two thousand four, Robert Starber bought the Suns at that time from Jerry Colangelo for a then record four hundred and one million dollars. Right now Wow,
3: four hundred million dollars he paid for the Suns.
0: 401 million dollars right now forbes has the sun's valued at 1.8 billion Yay! so you know it's, it's an interesting move and and i just mentioned to a couple of people here at the cardinals that uh, other media people that it's not common for these things to happen overnight right he says i have an intent to sell i'm looking for buyers uh, a, a 1.8 billion dollar franchise isn't going to sell overnight so it's going to take some time to vet out potential buyers i'm sure people will be interested but it's going to take some time. So I expect this to happen over the course of the next six months to a year, year and a half.
1: That's a great point. This is the starting point from all of this. Yes. Now, Craig, the investigation found Sarver used racial slurs as well as sex related comments after he sells the team. Do you expect him to be gone from the public
6: eye?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. Listen, when, when sure. Robert Sarver sort of taken a back seat here, that was this last year, once those allegations surfaced a He's year down. ago, he sort of took a back seat. He was still front court, you know, sat in his courtside seats, but he wasn't as vocal wasn't as visible as he had been in years past and so i think he understands what's going on he'll sell the team uh, both the suns and the mercury and he'll he'll move on into his banking industry and continue to work there but i don't think he's going to be a public figure at all
3: yeah i think it's over all right here's an interesting st- statistic uh bellio you're a, more of a sports gal than and you were you worked for the nba and you worked for the lakers for a while so you you're probably familiar with the name jerry Rines – Reinsdorf, right? Uh huh. He owns the Chicago Bull. Bulls. Yep. You know that he bought the Chicago Bulls in nineteen eighty-five for sixteen million dollars.
1: You know the story you were doing the other night when Michael Jordan's jersey was auctioned off. Yes, for 10 for like million. 10 million yes. And you said, <laughs> uh that's like about what Reinsdorf paid for the team,
3: and you weren't wrong. It was pretty close.
1: You yeah, and actually that was the year Reinsdorf bought the Bulls. The year that Jordan was drafted.
3: Wow, great I think knowledge, Belly O.
1: 79 or something. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? That is
3: unreal. I mean, to buy the Chicago Bulls for $16 million. I mean, you can't buy a, a, a nice home in Beverly Hills for $16 million. But he bought the Chicago Bulls. That's outrageous. And now they're probably worth, I don't know, a billion and a half.
1: Oh, I think maybe more than that. Don't you think so?
3: Yeah, maybe probably. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. You're yeah,
1: four billion. Maybe? Yeah, right.
3: I mean, if the if the if the uh, Clippers sold for two point two billion, yeah, yeah, the Bulls have to be closer to three. Yeah, three billion dollars for something you paid sixteen million dollars. So for. Crazy. It's oh, so crazy! It's so crazy,
1: and God. the fact that his jersey is auctioned off for what he what Reinstorf bought the Bulls for.
3: I know. it's nice. unreal, unreal. All right, if you're an insurance company, chances are you're leaving the state of Florida. Right? What's going on with insurance in Florida? Huh? Property
6: owners in multiple states are facing skyrocketing premiums and hard to get coverage. But the insurance industry itself says Florida's market is in full meltdown.
0: Uh-oh. How about a sandwich?
6: Steve oh. and Jill Seligman have lived Here. in their Wellington, Florida home since 2004. Good for them. This year, their longtime insurer, United Property and Casualty, dropped them. Uh-oh. In Florida, how can you have a house without homeowner's insurance? It's just
0: not possible. As nice as our house is, we can't even get homeowners insurance.
6: The Seligman scrambled for a new policy and found only one option, the public one, Citizens, created by the state legislature 20 years ago.
0: I thought Citizens was a last resort insurance company for those who needed last resort, and I had no idea. By the way,
3: when he said last resort, he meant deadbeats.
0: I thought Citizens was a last resort insurance company for those who needed last resort. Deadbeats. And uh, I had no idea that they were writing now for just about everybody in Florida.
6: Not everybody, but the number has more than doubled since 2017.
4: Getting insurance in Florida right now is probably the hardest it's ever been.
6: Why so tough? I mean, is it the hurricanes? Danielle Lombardo heads up the real estate practice for global insurance broker Lockton.
4: Insurers just can't be profitable in Florida
6: right now. So many are leaving. The Seligman's insurer, UPC, was one of the state's biggest and just announced it's bailing on Florida. Wow! At least 14 other companies have stopped writing new policies in the state.
3: Isn't that wild? You can't buy house and home
6: insurance in Florida. And over the last two years, seven others collapsed, unable to pay their debts.
4: Insurers are having to pay out a lot more than they previously thought
6: inflation is partly to blame labor and materials for repair are more expensive and hurricanes and a population boom has driven home values higher
3: and hurricanes
6: but there's not been a hurricane since 2018
3: oh no they're not hurricanes wait a minute what
6: but there's not been a hurricane since 2018
3: wait florida hasn't had a hurricane in four years
6: the insurance industry blames factors other than natural catastrophes. First, government policies, like regulators keeping premiums artificially low.
3: And hurricanes.
6: Or restricting how insurers assess a property's risk.
3: Yeah, like hurricanes.
6: Second, fraud. For instance, contractors offering to submit insurance claims for new roofs, even though old ones weren't damaged by storms. Ah. Third, lawsuits. Fraud. Fraud jumps in. Florida accounts for 79% of the nation's property insurance litigation, but only 9% of the homeowners' claims.
3: Oh, my God. floridas it's, it's horrible, right? Can't get insurance. That's crazy. All right, tomorrow's the big Thursday program. Thursday's the new Friday, hey so now. we'll all be celebrating that. Alright, uh, we'll be on uh, tomorrow at 6pm Right here on KFI uh, KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app
1: With the Lucky Land Sluts You can get lucky just about anywhere
0: This is your captain speaking uh, We've got clear runway And the weather's fine But we're just going to circle up here a while And uh, get lucky No, no, nothing like that It's just these cash prizes add up quick So I suggest you sit back Keep your tray table upright And start getting lucky